You are now listening to the Skin Talk Podcast with Lo and Faith. Two solo estheticians come together for a fun and knowledgeable sit down about skincare and business, all while juggling the life of motherhood and entrepreneurship. Join us every Monday and get ready to learn a little and laugh a lot. We're back after a long awaited time, you guys. Skin Talk with Lo and Faith. And we're excited to be here because it's June. It's my birthday month, but that's not why we're excited. We're excited because it's Acne Awareness Month. It's actually and both of our birthday months. Yeah. And it's Gemini season, but you're a Cancer, right? Yeah. I'm the end of June. Yeah. So it's June birthday season. So happy birthday to all of our June babies. And also, Welcome to Acne Awareness Month. We're going to be doing a fun acne series, um, all different things, acne, skin confidence, what is acne, some of our favorite treatments. And today we're just talking about the basics. Yeah. So this is like, I feel like the perfect uh, series for anybody to jump into this podcast and you don't have to just be an esthetician, even though if you are an esthetician and you haven't got into like the acne specialist world, this is for you too. It's kind of like a get to know what you're getting yourself into with that and then also people that struggle with acne it is just a boost of confidence education things you need to know about acne things you probably didn't know and like myths that we probably will bust that a lot of people think are true with acne so it'll go over a lot of stuff yeah 100% this is definitely a great podcast for anyone to listen to because honestly like I feel like we are always learning more things every day. Like there is definitely something an esthetician might not know that we are going to say, but also having acne and being someone who suffers from acne, you want to be like fully aware of what you're doing and you, you want to take out like the guesswork. So hopefully this can kind of like help you have a better understanding of your acne. Yeah. I think I'm going to try to like talk to you almost as like a acne client that I have. Right, exactly. With the rundown of like, what is it? Right. So what is acne, Faith? Tell us what acne is. So acne is more of a genetic condition. So you are either acne prone or you're not acne prone. Um, this is also like a very wide range of, it's, it's really not just a one size fit all. Acne is so much more than that. So you can have you know, breakouts and not be acne prone. There's, those are two different things. You can have breakouts from something that's specifically causing it. And then there's another thing to be acne prone where your genetic makeup makes you acne prone and that's never going to go away. And that is basically just um, caused by your pores shedding more dead skin cells than a normal person. And then you also having sticky cells or like oilier skin. And those two combination of things are, you know, a recipe for acne. So you're shedding a lot of dead skin cells way faster than a normal person. I believe it's around five layers a day for an acne prone person, whereas a normal skin type sheds about one a day. And then you combine that with really sticky cells and oily skin, you have clogged pores and now breakouts. And you also are, um, genetically more inclined to have things trigger your acne such as lifestyle diet um, certain ingredients that you use in skincare or makeup or whatever it may be Um, and that's just like a baseline of what causes acne now there are so many different types of acne I don't know if we'll be able to get into all that but um, I would recommend if you don't know what you're struggling with to always see somebody and they can obviously on um 
base by base interaction help you further with that we're just going to kind of give you like the knowledge behind acne what causes it um some things that you can probably help to avoid um some of the triggers that um an acne prone person may have and to kind of figure out like am I acne prone or am I just a normal skin type that's having things irritate my skin and making me break out right that was such a great explanation acne is so many different things and there's just so many different ways that people suffer from it. And I think a lot of times, once you really start thinking about acne and where the source is, I think it kind of helps people feel a little bit more confident um, about trying to get to the bottom of their acne and what they can do. Um, interestingly enough, we have the statistics that acne affects over 80% of people at some point in their life. So whether you're dealing with teenage acne or adult acne, usually you're going to deal with it at some point. So you'll see, sometimes you'll see some people who have had teenage acne and it lasts through adulthood. And sometimes you see people who it clears after their teenage years and now they have, uh, now they're good during their adult years and vice versa. Maybe you didn't have it when you're a teenager. I have lots of clients come in like, oh, I had such great skin and now I'm, 32 and I'm confused. I'm struggling with acne. And so acne, you know, doesn't choose a certain ethnicity or skin type. Um, You can have dry skin and acne, oily skin and acne, rosacea and acne, rosacea and acne, like literally anything, um, you know, anybody is um, a, a person that could deal with acne I have nothing to back this up but so much (laughs) of what I see in my like treatment room is like I swear I I literally haven't even looked it up don't know if there's any science behind it but a lot of my clients that have clear like didn't have teenage acne have adult acne and vice versa those that didn't have adult acne have teenage acne um it's very rare that like you have it long lasting but I do see like those acne prone people they usually either deal with one or the other they usually got over that hump when they were teenagers in hormonal or they're just now getting into it with adult hormones right and it's changing of the skin no seriously it's so crazy (laughs) how things can just change on so many different levels with the skin not just with acne but once you start continuing just to like age through your life things change it's not really just fine lines and wrinkles. There's so many other things that your skin is exposed to and changes from. Um, So speaking of exposures, what are some um, internal and external um, factors that can contribute to acne? I mean, if we're going to talk about more of the diet, the diet is honestly the hardest thing for people to get behind because it is such a change. But I always tell people it's literally you don't have to cut everything out. You don't have to go drastic. If you do something little by little and just make small changes, I mean, especially the the biggest things are going to be your dairy, which is more like milk products not typically like egg but like milk anything like yogurt cheese milk right products like that um do have things in it that will trigger acne so if you eat 30 percent of your meals a day with some kind of dairy in it cut it down to like half or like just a little bit less like cutting out 
you don't have to cut everything out completely. Everything in moderation is not going to be terrible. You're not going to eat a piece of cheese in the next morning and break up with a acne, but cutting things out slowly will help regulate those triggers and not cause as much acne. And especially if you're on the right routines to avoid buildup and avoid certain things um, from coming up in the skin with your home care routine and doing everything else all in conjunction definitely helps. And then you have your environmental factors or like your lifestyle factors that can contribute like um, any products that you use, whether that's skincare, makeup, um, laundry detergent, hair stuff, like those things can cause triggers, acne and trigger breakouts, trigger irritation. Um, but with the, with the laundry thing for me, I, I know it's hard because people love a smell good. Yeah. Like, smell good sh- clothes <laughs> and <my> blankets. <laughs> like we add everything in there. But honestly, if it touches your face, avoid fragrance, avoid fragrance detergent and avoid softeners and all that kind of stuff. Um, softeners can be one of the worst because they have such a wax buildup on it. Um, but also the fragrance and laundry detergent. So I'd say if like, you know, you're washing pants and shirts that aren't touching your face all day it's not that big of a deal but like your pillowcases your sheets anything that's like in a common contact with your face a lot avoid um washing them in fragrance detergent and fabric softeners um sheets in the dryer things like that um and then there's a whole list of other things in your daily life that can contribute like even using like hand lotions that can have comedogenic ingredients and touching your hands all throughout the day. I mean, your face throughout the day. Um, if you're a big swimmer and you're in chlorine a lot, those chemicals can irritate the skin and cause more acne. Smoking, doing certain recreational drugs can also increase acne. Um, really every internal- recreational drug. <laughs> you said what? I said really every recreational drug. Really every even recreational drinking, drug. Even drinking alcohol. Like anything that is yeah. going to be almost like anti-healthy. Like you know that it's not necessary. If you know it's not good for you, it probably is kind of like a trigger in the sense of like sugars. Yeah. Um, like I said, alcohol and drugs, like those type of things. But also after, through what we said, if your body is in contact, is if you have acne, if you, let's say you suffer from acne on your back or on your legs or anywhere, you yeah. also want to avoid using those products, those fabric softeners and laundry, all of those things in those areas too. So if this you suffer from any body acne, um, you also want to be like aware of those things and stuff. Basically like that. don't use it on anything. If you struggle with right. body acne as well. 100%. Um, other than that, there's like such a lengthy list of different things, you know, to do and not to do when it comes to lifestyle and diet. But I feel like that's a good little basic breakdown of things to avoid. Um, and if you ever want to take it, right, there are medications that can trigger acne. Um, but if you want to get like a a deeper dive into a consultation, Faith and I are both face reality experts and I'm sure you can also find a face reality expert near you though I'm sure we also do virtual I'm sure you do as well virtual boot camps um I don't offer it like on site but I will offer it on a like base-to-base like if somebody contacts me I would definitely take them on um but I don't have like a, a 
specific place to book that type of thing, but I'm definitely open to it. Right. So yeah, guys, make sure you're keeping your eyes out for those things and stuff like that. I think other than that, I wanted to talk a little bit since we're just talking about the basics, I guess just the different types, not necessarily like in major extreme depths, but just the different types of acne that you, we might see. Um, and yeah. I won't go into uh, all of the nitty gritty of like, yeah, that's what I mean. Not nitty gritty, but yeah, but we can talk about like non-inflamed versus inflamed acne. Yeah. That's like your baseline of like, they have this type of acne, but then they're, they're, everything goes like further if need be, um, whether you have like rosacea acne, whether you have like, um, different types of conditions that may be like even acne imposters that, that may look like acne, but are actually a different issue. Um, and that sometimes will need referrals for, um, dermatologists and something more in depth, but there are certain things that we know we see and we can work with and um mostly the things that you're going to see is a non-inflamed and an inflamed acne so you can kind of go over the difference of those two yeah so I mean non-inflamed and inflamed acne it's kind of sort of self-inflammatory not (laughs) self-inflammatory explanatory because you'll be able to tell and kind of notice the difference. Um, non-inflamed acne is going to be non-inflamed. So it's going to be more underneath the skin. Um, you'll, you'll notice maybe like whiteheads and blackheads. Um, there's no really redness. And I guess you could even say like maybe a protrusion or just like, you know, just uh, it's obviously inflamed. No, you'll usually notice with inflamed acne, it could even be a little warmer um, to the touch. And usually that's when you're seeing like papules, pustules, cysts, and um, stuff like that. So that's kind of the basics on the non-inflamed and the inflamed. And then it kind of goes a little bit deeper with like the severity of your acne. So basically you have the acne types and then there's severity. So that ranges from mild, moderate, and severe, um, just depending on basically how many acne lesions you have on your face. in total. I mean, you don't go by and you just like count like, oh, there's one, there's two, but you kind of like look at it and round it out. Guesstimate. Yeah. You, you guesstimate and you see the severity and you can pretty much tell. So, um, a lot of clients I have come in and we'll be doing a podcast on skin confidence, like more in depth, but I've, I'll have clients come in and they'll just be like, oh my God, like my, my acne is so horrible. Like, I know that I'm probably one of your worst clients and like, they might have like mild or moderate, like even yeah. like, just like just real chill acne. And I'm like, girl, you are good. But I also like remind them to like, even though I'm telling you this isn't the worst I've seen, you know, I can understand like how it feels like the worst for you. Um, but it's always interesting to me when clients come in and maybe they think that they have one thing or they're suffering from one thing and maybe it's another or stuff like that. Yeah, is there anything the else you see like, all the time? What like clients that come in and um, w- whether it's inside acne or outside acne um, concerns, it usually is acne. But they'll be like, "Oh, I I have these breakouts going on," and then I get like to cleansing and look at their skin, and I'm like, 
I see like two bumps, <laughs> but right. Girl, I, I feel you. I, I know it's your self-consciousness and like exactly. the issues that you're seeing within yourself. And like, I um, validate that and exactly. take those concerns into consideration in the treatment room, but yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's so true. It's so interesting to me, or uh, it's really interesting for me. Some clients, you can almost tell like, okay, this client, like we said in the beginning, they're not necessarily like, acne prone these are breakouts because you just told me what your skincare routine is at home and I can tell that you probably just need the basics and I'll put a client on just literally the simplest skincare routine and get replies like my skin completely changed I'm like yeah girl you just (laughs) dropped the things that were stripping your skin and (laughs) you were good So, yeah, that's um, also like we need to have a whole episode on just like misconceptions of acne. Honestly, like maybe we can do a really small episode on just misconceptions because there are so many I things like that, that people do to whether it's a trend, whether it's, you know, your great grandmother told you that they've been doing this for generations to get rid of right. acne or whatever it may be that people have believed for so long. Um, we can just kind Especially of like drying out your acne. That's yeah, probably that's the like favorite misconception like I have this one client who consistently I'm trying to get to a place we'll have a whole different episode on this but I'm trying to get to a place where I'm like look honestly if you're not going to do the suggestions that I say then like I don't think that I want to service you anymore because this is like getting low-key out of hand but you know what I mean like but I'm like I told them like hey we're not we don't want to draw your acne they were using skin medication 10 twice a day every day no 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 and, and I'm in her skin, super dry, super dehydrated. I'm like, girl, you need to, I understand you like it. And I like skin medication too. Cause it will just like take away. I love it, but no, like you can't dry out all your acne. Your skin is not like healing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to do the opposite effect. <laughs> and without even realizing you're like, I'm just doing everything that I think is supposed to work and it doesn't help. Well, you're actually doing the things that are making it worse. So exactly. So we'll do a whole podcast on that and really dive deep into all of those myths and misconceptions of acne, because there are so many um, that are out there. Um, Last thing I guess we can talk about is just um, maybe the cycle of like acne in the skin, if that makes sense, like how there can be acne that you don't see in your skin that hasn't revealed itself yet. Um, correct and those that type of deal Um, yeah so what a lot of people don't know is that it can take up to 30 days I mean not um, my brain was thinking three months 90 days or three (laughs) months to um have acne come to the surface of the skin so that acne could form and not come up to the surface for three months so you can be on a routine and this is where the purging comes from or people see or think they're purging which is a normal thing but this is the reason behind it so you can have all this acne that has not come up but is already there it's in your skin it's there now it has to come up eventually to get rid of it um so we're now having you on a right routine we have we're stopping more from coming but you're going to see all that's underneath come up within that three months it could be less than that it could be around that time Um, but you're going to see that time frame of still acne coming up so 
the products that you should be on may be accelerating that rate. And so you may be seeing a lot come up at one time and you're like, oh, this stuff is breaking me out. What's going on? But that's where the purging term comes from. And it's normal and it's supposed to happen. We're getting rid of the acne and stopping getting new acne from coming. So once you get past that hump, you're kind of smooth sailing from there and getting on um, a regular cycle of the right products you're using to keep acne away and clearer skin um, in a reasonable expectation um, you know, it's not always possible to have porcelain skin, but we can get you clear and we can try to get you staying clear. If you're on the right products, you're doing the right things. You should be outside of the treatment room and outside of products. You know, there's a lot that goes into it, but, um, yeah, that's kind of like the gist of how long acne can take to form, how we can try to stop it from forming. And then you still see those come up within that time frame. So don't be alarmed. Yeah, 100%. The whole it gets worse before it gets better is a thing. Um, but it's like something you just have to like stick with, like find the esthetician you trust, just stick with them, like be the esthetician your clients trust. So that when you tell them like, they believe in you and you have that knowledge behind it and stuff like that, so they can trust you and value um, your professional opinion and knowledge. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add real quick, Faith, before we wrap up? Um, I think that's all for this episode. Since it is a series, I will go into a lot more depth each week about certain things. Um, So definitely stick around, come every Monday and look out for those episodes. I think we're doing a four part series, right? Four or five. Yeah, I think we'll sprinkle that little one in. Yeah, we can just keep it can go into July. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be mad at that. So that's gonna let's do it. Happy Acne Awareness Month and love your skin, care about your skin. You know, it's the same thing with like anything, whether you're trying to like lose weight, you're trying to get your skin clear. Like I'm, it's not, oh, love this and keep it this way, but it's love where you are now and stay on the journey to where you want to be. But like, you can't self-hate where you are right now. Like you have to love where you are right now to get to where you want to be. 100%. 100%. If you're hating yourself, you can't grow. That's literally mm-hmm. with anything. So you have to love yourself enough to love where you are and then just, you know, appreciate the journey. I heard this one quote and it was like, the person who cares more about the goal, no, oh God, it was like the person who cares more about walking than the actual goal is going to always like go farther because they don't want to quit in between. They enjoy the journey. They enjoy the walk. And then they're always going to get to their goal as opposed to someone who only thinks about the end. You're going to get discouraged. You're going to always feel like you're hitting walls. So enjoy the process. Love yourself during it. um, And just love you. Uh, You guys, this is the end of the podcast. We would love for you to leave us a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts and listen and tune into our other episodes. Let us know what you think. I've also added questions to our Spotify podcast. So if you are a Spotify listener, look at the questions and um, answer them. I would love to know the answers to some of those questions. Um, I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Skin Talk Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Skin Talk Podcast.